What's up, everybody? Benja, well done, coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day. Today is Friday, June the 12th at 5.34 in the morning. How are you doing? So here's the thing. You know, I was talking with a buddy of mine yesterday, and um, you know a lot of times you might hear how people have anger problems? Well, I have anger answers, and he's the exact way. <laughs> uh, but that's besides the point. Alright, um, you know, some people when they get pissed off, they might get like distracted or something like that. Me personally, if something didn't go the way that I had planned it, I get angry. But what I mean by anger, bro, what are you doing? I'm turning. Anyway, you see <laughs> right there, what I mean by anger is um, it motivates me to do better. But I do get angry, you know, I take it personal. Um, and then when something does go the way as planned, but I know I could have done something better, I get angry again. So I'm constantly using that as fuel to my fire. Now, some people don't really pay attention to what they get angry to, what they didn't get angry about. Me and my buddy, like, everything that... It's like... I'm from the Northeast, and what I mean by that is um, the East Coast, Northern side, okay? I'm in like the bottom part of that Northeast, technically. Um, the DC isn't really considered the Northeast, uh, but it is. And I wasn't really sure about it, so I had to check up some information to see if that would be accurate, but it is. So my point is there's a certain personality type pretty much from, I would say, as far as DC all the way up to Maine. Um, where it's just a certain, it's a certain, like, a uh, hater, I don't want to say hater, but kind of aggressive, more vibe and whatnot. Um, and accent-wise, it's completely different, but aggressiveness, very equal all the way up, okay? So here's what I'm getting at. There's so much stuff going on right now, and um, as you can tell, I'm, I'm about to do jujitsu and whatnot. Um, you know, it angers me on top of all my other things that just tally throughout the course of a day. Um, everything that's going on. This country, I'm not getting into it. I'm just saying, the country is so divided right now. It's really to a point of where I honestly don't really believe that there's ever going to be um, any any president on any party that people will unite together and be happy with. Um, people in general are very tribalistic, and you can. And what I mean by that is they have their they have their side, and they don't like the opposing sides. Some people are dumb and do it with race, that which just doesn't make any sense to me. Honestly, logically, in an intelligent aspect, it just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway. But other people do it uh, with their favorite football team or, you know, wh whatever. Um, the, with their country, which is nationalism. With their type of uh, democracy, you know, over dictatorship. All sorts of stuff. And right now, it's just getting to a point to where I really... I want to do comedy so bad. And until things normalize, it's getting harder and harder it's just getting so weird 
because it's getting to a point of where free speech, in my opinion, is getting a little infringed on because even if you don't start, even if you say something the way that you intended it and everybody else understood it the way you intended it, just slightly angle, correct that, it can be misinterpreted by one person and have you, you canceled or be offended or they can complain of manager. This has been a small problem for a few years and then a bigger problem in more recent years. And now it's just getting to the point of where it's like, like, don't, don't you remember just being able to make fun of people? The people that I make fun of the most are pretty much the ones that are closest to me, you know? And it's just like a term of endearment. It's just, it's just a way of like joking around with your friends. But that's guy culture. But, um, you know, I've been so angry lately, but more than usual. You know, most people, if they see something they don't like, um, you know, take it like a, a random water spot on the floor or a sink or something like that. They might just look at it and wipe it away and be like, you stupid water spot, you know, or they may not care at all. Me, I, I don't care about it, but it angers me and then I'll wipe it and I'll continue to dwell on it. See, I think that's something about like the, that Northeast personality that every single thing that doesn't go right and it does go right, but not the way that you had been working on it, only drives you to make me better, only drives me to make me better, okay? I'm not speaking for everybody, I'm just saying for myself. And I use that as motivation, fuel my fire, and I always have some sort of a realistic anger uh, answer with something. I don't like to say problem. I really don't, because I use it for the best. I use it for the better of everything. Um, and and the, the, the hardest thing about that is, well, not the hardest, but the, the biggest thing that has to be practiced in order to do that in a healthy way is uh, patience. So that I can let out all my anger all at once um, in a healthy way through comedy, through jiu-jitsu, through my workouts and stretching and stuff like that. <sighs> Just talking about it is going to be a little worked up but anyway but uh yeah there's just something about that weird northeast personality uh where it's like everything that happens is like a small drop of water that hits like the back of your head and it slides down your back and you're like oh okay doesn't bother me and then two of them hit uh and after a while your whole back is wet and you just want to like explode you know um I'm literally kind of like clenching my, my teeth a little bit just as I'm talking about it. I, my buddy, uh, I was talking to him yesterday on the phone and he was saying stuff that was making him mad and we're so connected in thought that as he was saying it, I was getting angry for him. <laughs> it's true. Man, it's so weird how many, how many people have like that certain weird niche personality. Um, but I'm a big believer that part of the, in my humble opinion, part of the reason that makes the Northeast of America so great is that I really do think that it drives you harder. And, and it might, you know, there's a comedian, Joe Rogan, he actually made a comment about this once. And I agree with him. I think it's something about the cold. I think it's something about not knowing that you won't have enough days uh, to get, or hours or, or, or light in the day or whatever the case to get what you need to get done. So you're more motivated to work harder before that 
you know, before that light's gone for the day, before you got to come in or something like that. I really believe that it, it helps to push you more than anything else. Um, I believe that's a, a big mentality for uh, for big cities in general, but it's on a whole other level when you've got that kind of snow like uh, like Detroit and Chicago and stuff like that. It just, it really does grind and make you better. Um, but the thing about the Northeast is that the, all everything from like DC up all carries that shit with them because it's all big cities after big city after big city after big city I mean you just go up you just go up the chain you'll see exactly what I'm talking about you got DC Baltimore um, Philadelphia New York all that stuff and and all the small cities in between the little flyover cities that no one has a clue about flyover city is kind of like my equivalent of what I call a flyover state Flyover State, if you haven't ever heard of it, is something where people pretty much they fly over while they're in a country, uh, excuse me, while they're in a plane or something like that on their way to somewhere else, and no one ever actually stops there. And people that live in those states actually get pretty pissed off and offended because they're proud of where they live. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But a flyover city is the equivalent of that. A city that, if you live in a city and you have to use another point of reference as far as where you live, that's a flyover city. You know? You're like, oh, where'd you live? Burtonsville. Where? D.C. You see, I lived most recently, um, before moving to Texas, I lived in a city called Burtonsville, Maryland. It's like six miles, five and a half away from D.C. And not getting into semantics, but D.C. is such a weird place uh, as far as like residential living and everything else. This is what I figure is D.C. Because it's really strange. Okay? They have buildings. Okay, D.C. and Virginia, for example, is separated by a river. Okay? And on the other side of that river is Virginia. But they have buildings that are property of Washington, D.C., have a D.C. postal code, D.C. taxes, all that stuff that are in that state. So don't ask me how like the property lines work. And these buildings go back as far as five, six, eight miles. And, and you're like, hey, that doesn't make any sense. How, how is that? I understand it doesn't make sense, but that's just the reality. So where I figured is if you can see either the White House or the Washington Monument um, or, or the Capitol building or something like that, or be within like a few mile distance um, if, if you spend more than half of your your work day, your personal hours and stuff like that in that city, and the only thing that's not in that city is your house, which you're primarily not ever at, in my opinion, that's where you are. That's where you live. That's where, I mean, I'm not really sure what the distance is, you know, to actually still claim to be a part of that bigger city. Because if you work there and you decide to live out just slightly outside that city, city, I feel like you're still part of it. You know what I'm saying? So, the furthest I've lived away from D.C. in the last however many years was probably four, four miles, you know? And we would still see D.C. cops driving around our house constantly or wherever we lived. And I rotated between living in uh, Maryland and Virginia. So, 
anyway, that's enough of that, but, um, yeah, I really do hope that with everybody, uh, experiencing all these issues between the corona and, um, you know, all the protests and the looting and the rioting and the just, all the craziness that's going on, I really just hope that somebody can find a healthy way for themselves. I know I am. I'm about to do it right now. Um, but how to, in a healthy way, express themselves. And if you don't have that kind of a anger answer, if you do have, if you don't have that, well, I guess that means technically you would have anger problems, but I wouldn't say that. No, I'm not, not going to tell people they got problems. And I'm not going off on a tangent again. But what I am saying is, is that um, if somebody does have a lot of different things that are happening that are either unfavorable, that they can make better, which is great, go ahead and do that. Or they, they succeeded in the way they wanted, but they knew they could have done better. And they got these little these little micro-angers, <coughs> excuse me, kind of hitting them and whatnot. Find a way to cope with it in a, in a healthy way. I, I don't mean cope. You know, I'm such a, a, a stickler when it comes to uh, saying everything exactly right. But, uh, yeah, just find find a way to, to, like, in a healthy way to resolve that because um, you'll feel a lot better, you know? And if you take all that energy and you focus it and you harness it like a fire towards something that you, uh, that you really care about, that you want to do, it's just going to take you that much further in that direction towards success, to progress and accomplishing whatever you're working on. I love you all. I'm about to hop off here and get my roll on. So y'all have a beautiful rest of your day. God bless everybody. I'm Benjamin. Well done. Check me out. Peace.